How's it going guys? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be talking about the topic of responsibility and CFS. Now, when I say responsibility, it could mean a number of things, but we're going to talk about responsibility in the context of it is your responsibility to recover from this. Now, I've got this idea from one of my close friends, Sean. He also has a YouTube channel talking about how anxiety plays a role into a lot of the symptoms, the physical symptoms that people are feeling when they have a hypersensitive nervous system. So I would highly encourage you guys to check him out. But I just wanted to share my opinion on the topic because I completely agree with the statement that it is your responsibility to recover. Now, what can happen a lot of times is we feel like the victim when we're going through this. And that makes a lot of sense because essentially we were living our lives and we were dealt this hand. And maybe we weren't even living the craziest life. Maybe it wasn't even our fault that we got sick. Maybe you got COVID, maybe you got the flu, maybe you got something that pushed your body over the edge that initially triggered an onset of CFS. But here's the thing, regardless of what caused you to be in this illness, regardless of what happened, it is still your responsibility to recover. Now, first of all, let's look at the word responsibility. You have actually two words in one, response, ability. So it's really two things. And what is the golden rule in recovery if you've been watching my channel long enough? If you're new, then this is an idea that I want you to replay in your head every single day. But the golden rule in recovery is your success is determined by how well you respond to symptoms. So it really comes down to your response ability, not only just to the symptoms, but also to any stressors in life. It is your ability to respond in the best way that you can. Now, when I was going through CFS, it was obviously a very difficult time. And the thing is, it's a very lonely path as well, because typically you'll start to have a bunch of symptoms and they'll be very noticeable, but you'll still be able to kind of get by and kind of continue on with whatever you're doing. But what happens is those symptoms get more and more and more intense and more noticeable and more disruptive in your life to the point where you actually have to tailor a lot of your life around the symptoms. So that way, you know, you're making sure you're not flaring up too bad. Instead of going out with your friends for two hours, you go out for 30 minutes and then you head straight home. Instead of going out for a dinner at, you know, a loud restaurant, you figure, well, I can't really tolerate loud noise or too much movement or bright lights. Let me go somewhere else. So it forces you to make all these decisions. And what happens is it becomes a really, really big problem, this big obstacle in the way of life. So what's the logical next step for you to do? It's to go to doctors, to go to specialists, to seek help from medical professionals to try to get you out of this mess because clearly you realize that something is wrong with the body. And typically, if you're watching this channel right now, then you've probably been down that route already, which is how you ended up on this channel because you were desperate to look for answers. But you've been to doctors, you've been to specialists, you've been referred here, there, everywhere. You've gotten tests and scans done. And if everything has come back negative, as in you are completely normal on paper, then you're just sitting there confused and you feel helpless. That's the thing here. And that's the key word. You feel helpless. You feel like you're not in control of anything. You feel like no matter what you do, no matter how much meditation you do, no matter what diet you have, no matter how bad you want it, it seems like sometimes the harder you try to get better, the worse you get. And I know that exact feeling because that was me for four and a half years. I was doing anything and everything I could to try to prioritize my health. I was taking supplements. I was paying out of pocket to get IV treatments. I was seeing doctors. I was saying no to friends when they wanted to hang out. So I made a lot of sacrifices, but it seemed like the harder that I tried, 
the worse I got, or I just stayed the same. I would never have lasting progress. So over time, you start to become helpless. And that's the thing, you know, you start to feel like a victim because no matter what you try, you seem to get worse or it doesn't seem to make the situation any better. So why continue trying if in the past, trying harder has just led to more failure? And it makes sense when you're looking at it from the outside, of course, it's hard even to this day because I've been through this and I've helped people recover even watching people when they're in the trenches, I know what they're going through. So there is a special place in my heart where I feel for them, but I also know that they are fully capable of making it out of this thing. Granted, as long as they have tests and scans done and ruled out all other health illnesses, I know their potential before they even know it because my doctor saw the potential in me when I didn't see it. And that's the same source of strength that I want to be for other people, but they really have to believe in themselves first right? People have to believe in themselves. One, you have to believe that it's even possible to recover. Two, you have to realize that, okay, it's possible for people. So it also must be possible for myself as well. Three, you have to be very committed. And four, you have to have a support system around. But back to the term responsibility, even though you have tried seemingly everything in the past, well, you really haven't tried everything in the past. Maybe you tried some things, but you dabbled in it. You dipped your toes and you didn't really follow through on certain things. Things like brain retraining, things like, you know, repatterning your thoughts, right? It's not easy. It's one of the hardest things to do. Brain retraining is this glorified fancy term, but really all it is, it's consciously changing your automatic patterns of thought in your brain. So your brain, for example, when you have a symptom, you have a palpitation immediately, you think you're having a heart attack and you're just gonna interrupt that and say, nope, that's just a palpitation, it's just my nervous system. Again, I'm gonna say, as long as you had all your tests and scans done and they've come back negative, or you might have burning legs, right? Burning legs and aching legs, or you can't find your balance, or you feel internal vibrations in your body, you might feel like you're having early onset of Parkinson's. Maybe you have a lot of brain fog and you think you have brain damage, irreversible brain damage. You have to constantly remind yourself, hey, it's just the nervous system. And you have to do that over and over again, and it's not easy. So most people don't stick with things long enough for it to really start working. Or maybe you have tried to stick with things. I know I did for years, but it was the wrong thing. Now, the information I came across when I met my doctor, it was very simple, and it helped me reframe the way I saw this illness, reframe the way I saw what was happening in my body. And it was absolutely something that was fixable after I learned this information, because I realized that really what we're dealing with here is a software problem, not a hardware problem. Meaning my organs, my heart, my lungs, my gut, my brain, you know, everything was fine. My muscles were fine. They were functioning completely normally, but there was something happening in my brain that was causing a very uncomfortable experience where the symptoms were flaring up even though my physical body was fine. It was a head up issue, you know? It feels like it's in your body, but it's really being processed in your brain. And once I realized that, wow, I never looked at it from this perspective. I never looked at it as just a software problem because in the past I would read things and they just said, yeah, your symptoms aren't real. They are very, very real symptoms. You feel them and it does feel physical, but the thing is, you know, they told me, Miguel, your body is actually safe. Your body is not just gonna completely give out because all of these symptoms are being processed in your brain. So once I learned the science of what was going on, and you can find the science in the Recovery Science Blueprint, it's something that I've created to help people on their journey with CFS and figure out exactly what's going on, and it provides a really great guideline for them. Once I figured out the science of what was going on, then 
it's like a light bulb went off in my brain and I realized it's actually possible to recover. So now that I know that it's possible if other people are doing it and this person's telling me that I can do it as well and they're literally presenting me the solution to this and they're telling me, look, it's not gonna be easy, but here is the solution. If you follow ABC actions, you will get XYZ results. And once I realized that, I said, you know what? That means that I am in control of this. I have some level of control. And it was very, very empowering to hear those words, to hear that it was possible, to hear that this person has worked with many other people just like myself and help them get their lives back. It just gave me confidence that, hey, I could do this too. And now it became my responsibility. Now I knew what I needed to do. So I no longer had this victim mindset. And I definitely did fall into that victim mindset when I was in the hospital in the intensive care unit for over a month. When you're in a very, very dark place and you've gotten there by trying your absolute hardest and nothing is working, Maybe it wasn't even your fault, but the thing is you didn't have the information at the time. Now that you have the information, now that you've found this channel, you can't unsee what you've seen. So now it does become your responsibility and the option is yours to implement these things or not implement them. But responsibility is so important. The way I look at it is not only do you owe it to yourself, but you owe it to the world because you are going through this tough time. When you get to the other side of this, and I don't say if, but I say when you get to the other side of this, you will have a story to share. You will have a story to tell and a journey that has provided you lessons that rarely anybody in this world experiences. There's not a lot of people who get symptoms at this level, the level that you're experiencing right now. So you'll be able to share that with people. And not only will it help you deal with symptoms, you know, this whole method that we teach and the frameworks and principles, not only does it help you deal with symptoms and a lot of negative thoughts, this also translates into real life where you're able to handle stressful situations a lot better. That's what we hear from a lot of people in our program, that they're able to handle stress way more because of the things they learned in the program. They know that once stress reaches a certain point, not even just stress, but overall stimulation, their body will start to ask them to slow down. And in slowing down, they're gonna be more productive when they regenerate their energy and come back. Even myself, I apply this to myself today. I push my limits, right? And then when I get tired, I pull back. But here's the thing, I can flip that switch because I've gone through the process of recovery. So you are actually at an advantage here, not a disadvantage going through something like this. Only when you make it to the other side though, and this won't always make sense to you. You won't see why this is happening when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the trenches. But believe me, you'll see that this is the best thing that ever happened to you. So in terms of responsibility, you owe it not just to yourself, but to the world to get through this. And for me, you know, there were points in my recovery where I didn't even want to do this for myself anymore. I needed other people as my purpose. So did I want to be around some days? Absolutely not. For many months in a row, I wondered why I even woke up, but there were people taking care of me and people who loved me and people who were trying their hardest and would give anything to help me get better. So I had to do it for them. They became my purpose. So it was my responsibility to get better for them. When my grandma was taking care of me at 72 years old and she was spoon feeding me, cooking food every single day, helping me take a shower. I couldn't even take a shower. She would wipe me down with a wet towel. I owed it to her. It was my responsibility to get better so that I could take care of her as well. Now, obviously that put a lot of pressure on me once I was able to take the pressure off myself and you know just really stick to the recovery principles I started getting better very quickly within that first month. I made more progress in that first month than I did in the previous entire year combined. You know, so things can change fairly quickly once you have these mind shifts, but you need to go all in. 
and you need to change your response to the symptoms and you need to fully accept that it is your responsibility to recover. So what does that look like? That means consuming this content on this channel, consuming content you know, from someone you resonate with online. When I encourage people to follow somebody online or get some kind of support system or have some kind of mentor to walk them through recovery, I tell them, okay, one, they have to have gone through the trenches and experienced what you're experiencing. Number two, they have to have recovered, obviously, where they're living the ideal life that you wanna live, that is literally the dream life. There's no reason to set limits on what is possible. Number three, if their story resonates with you, but you also find the information very useful, can they convey the concepts and the principles and the frameworks in a way that you understand? Because some people, they have been very sick, they have fully recovered, you like their whole vibe, but the way they deliver the message is just kind of confusing and it doesn't really make sense. So find something that vibes with you, something that makes sense for you. But the most important thing is implementing that. So one, you need to learn all of this stuff. You need to get familiar with the concepts, but two, more importantly, it's 10 times more important that you implement this. Implementation is the key to all of this. So make sure you're doing it and it's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be a challenge or else every single person would recover in six months. But we hear people who are stuck here for months, if not years. And it's because they didn't have the right information. So that's all I wanted to talk about in this video. It is absolutely your responsibility to recover now that you know this information. You can't unsee what you've seen. So now it is time to put it into work. So if you did want some extra help, it is a big responsibility and a task to take on and it's not gonna happen overnight. There's gonna be some difficult times. And I myself, I know I couldn't have done it on my own. I definitely needed a support system, which was my doctor. It was my girlfriend at the time. It was my family and you know a couple friends here and there. So I needed that support. I needed people who understood what I was going through and who could guide me along the way when things got a little bit rocky. So if you're somebody who wants that extra support, who wants someone to kind of walk you through it, you want that mentorship, I would highly suggest to click the link down below. You can apply for our Recovery Jumpstart program where you get to work one-on-one -on -one with a Thriver coach, but also in a group setting, in a small group setting with other Thrivers just like yourself who have been struggling with this for a long time and they're willing to do whatever it takes to get better. So it's a really positive environment. We're a very solution focused group. We're going to help build a customized plan for you and then kind of walk you through the steps. And whenever you're struggling, you reach out to your specific coach who I'm also in very close contact with. I'm going to be in those chats as well, where we'll be able to walk you through the next steps for you to focus on. So if that's of interest to you, then definitely click the link down below and see if you qualify for the program. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoy this video and got a lot of value out of this. Always remember that you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.